Welcome to Active Life Passive Income, the podcast that shows you how to create the active lifestyle you always wanted through passive income. Now here's your host, Dr. Nate Lambert. Oh, hello, hello. So excited to be with you. Today, we've got a really important training that could make a big impact on your life, especially, you know, if you're just getting started in real estate and you want to make sure that you don't fall flat on your face because I'm telling you, you know, a couple wrong moves can be super painful in real estate. This isn't child's play, right? I mean, uh, you're dealing with big profits. And if you do it wrong, you could lose a lot of money. So my goal today is to help to ensure that you don't lose a lot of money. So we're going to talk about some of the key core pitfalls that you can avoid so that you don't lose a lot of money in real estate. So there's a lot of things that we could talk about. I'm going to talk about, you know, four different pitfalls that I've seen are most common among new real estate investors. The first one that we'll talk about today is the failure to analyze and incorporate all costs. So a lot of times people get really giddy and excited when they see that they could buy a house that's maybe you know, $30,000 less than the market value. They're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like I'm going to make like $25,000 to $30,000. And, you know, they're like, and, and they go and buy that house, but they don't know what they don't know, right? So what happens, unfortunately, is, you know, they, they buy a house for $30,000 under market value. Then they don't realize, oh, wait, you have to pay a realtor, two realtors, not just one, but two realtors to sell it for you. So that could be $12,000. If you buy it with other people's money, which I always recommend that you do, then you've got your money costs, right? You've got to pay maybe $14,000 for points and interest. And, you know, all of that adds up as well. So you get those money costs to deal with. And then, you know, so ultimately, in, instead of making money in this ideal scenario, if everything went perfectly, they're losing $26,000 because they didn't understand all the costs. So what would be the solution? Because I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you both the, you know, the problem, the pitfall and the solution so that you can avoid this pitfall. So to avoid this issue, you've got to really learn about all the costs that are involved in real estate investing. And I actually have some training on lightning analysis. I'll just give you a quick heads up on what that looks like. So you got your your after repair value, right? You got to have your after repair value which you know you can find by going on a site like Redfin and you look at properties that are fixed up to the level that you plan on selling it, right? So you fix it up and then you you multiply that by 0.75. Now this is just a you're going to do more intense analysis but 0.75 that usually incorporates your selling costs, 
your money costs, and it takes into account that you're going to be making 10% profit yourself. I always want to at least make 10%. You, you don't ever want to do a deal where you're, you know, making 5,000. I mean, that's just not, that's too risky. You're more likely to lose 5,000 if you have that kind of margin. So you take them after repair value, multiply by 0.75, and then you subtract your repair costs. And now you have a quick formula that will make sure that you, you know, ideally make 10% and you're, you're taking it into account, you know, your major costs in the deal. So that's a, that's a formula that I like to have people use and analyze. You know, we do a deal room session every week, twice a week, actually, so that people can run over these numbers with me. Because it's nice to have some extra help. The second big pitfall that, that investors often fall into is failure to do due diligence. So many times, investors buy on emotion emotion many times they don't they don't know what to look for when they're doing the due diligence they might go and see a property and it looks fine to them on the outside and then it turns out to be a total lemon so you don't want to be in that situation so what's the solution well essentially you don't want to look at due diligence as a good idea you want it to be a requirement that should be left to professionals you know i've done so many houses but i I don't even trust myself, right? You want to go and, you know, usually you can just pay an inspector a few hundred dollars to go and look at, give you a very detailed report on everything. And if you really want to get, you know, ideally you, you get a meth test done as well. Make sure there's no meth, you know, maybe even check out sewer issues. I've, I've had to deal with some roots that can get expensive, those sewer issues, you know, have them check out the roof, mold, asbestos. Yeah. So these are, these are some of the issues that you want to have a professional help you to identify. Are there some red flags? So the idea is don't try to, to be, become a pro at identifying all these things. Rather just pay someone to do it. It's totally worth it. And you don't know what you don't know and what you don't know can definitely hurt you in real estate. So just pay a professional to take care of it for you. So yeah, do, do your due diligence. I also, I also say during your due diligence, I wouldn't trust yourself as a new investor with your numbers, right? You want to have, I would say, get your after repair value checked by a realtor who can, look at comparable sales in the area. Ideally someone that's not going to be making money on the deal because you know if they're if they're going to make money on the deal they're more likely to just tell you all's fine and good you should definitely buy this property because they're making money on it, right? So you want to find someone who's neutral and you want to give them, you probably want to give them something, right? Compensate them for their time or tell them, "Hey, I'll list this with you." You know, when I sell it, I mean, that can be a good incentive to make them the listing agent because you want to, you want to check out and make sure that you're evaluating those numbers, right? You're also going to want to probably have a contractor. Now I would, again, if you watched my other recent training, you don't want to do all this before you even get a house under contract, right? You know, you want to get something signed with the seller. 
before you go through all this hassle. But then, you know, ultimately you're going to bring a contractor in and have them give you a bid. Say, hey, what would you what would you charge me to do this project? Go through it. And that's another great way to do due diligence. And so, you know, you're going to really, you're going to really know, is this a property that's, that's, uh, that's got big issues or not? And then it's my, are my repair costs, you know, in, in the right ballpark? Is the after repair value in the right ballpark? You know, check all these things carefully. You know, the ready, fire, aim. This is part of your aiming process after you've gotten the property and your contract. So make sure you leave that to the professionals. Make sure that you have a title company run and check to see if there's clean title. Title work is one of the most important things that you can do. Because let's say you were planning to make $30,000 and then you found out there was a $70,000 tax lien on the property. Ouch. That is uh, no bueno. That's no good. It's going to go from making 30000 to losing 40000 So you don't want to just buy willy-nilly. You want to make sure and get title insurance. Get Make sure that there's nothing on title that needs to be dealt with. The next pitfall I want to talk about is the third pitfall for today's failure to get training. There's a lot of do-it-yourself investors. They say, hey, I don't want to invest in my education because, God, I could use that money to go buy a property, right? I mean, you probably heard that. Maybe you even said that. But the problem is, again, that you don't know what you don't know. So you've got to really learn. I've spent over $100,000 on my real estate education over the years. And so, you know, I just remember like college education is, is expensive. So the nice thing about real estate education is, is, is the it pays way better than any other type of education. This is coming from someone with a PhD, right? So you can either learn through formal training programs or through the school of hard knocks. The problem with the school of hard knocks is oftentimes people don't want to go back. <laughs> people, people, give up, right? If you get knocked out on your first deal, you lose $40,000. You're probably not going to want to come up and do another deal. You're going to be in so much pain from having not educated yourself thoroughly. So the solution, of course, is to to get out of the get-rich-quick mindset. Learn that you need to have a wealth mindset and that to reach your financial freedom goals, you're going to need to invest in yourself. I often recommend to people, hey, look for something that will give you not only education, but you, you want to get mentorship. You want to have a community of investors. You want, to have, you want to have other people that you can connect with and synergize with and do deals with. So again, education, mentorship, and community are all so crucial. And each of these plays an important role in your growth and development. So make sure that you're getting all all of those. And I'd love to show you what I'm doing and what I offer. If it's a fit, I'd love to work with you. But I I do a lot of hands-on training. Twice a week we get on and go over deals and questions and walk through everything. So I really make sure that people don't make mistakes. 
So number four, failure to collaborate. Some investors get into a scarcity mindset. They're doing their first deal. They see, oh, I can make $40,000 on this. And sometimes they may want to just keep every penny for themselves. And so they don't collaborate with someone maybe who's more experienced that can help them do the deal right. My dad always said, you can get 50% of something or 100% of nothing, right? Which is often what many investors get. You know, it's it's helpful to, to collaborate, do a deal with someone else for your first few deals, get your, you know, learn from someone who's more experienced, learn the ropes. But here's an example. Henry Ford revolutionized America with his assembly line idea. He showed that rather than having to assemble an entire car, each worker could specialize and gain experience in one skill. Through this collaboration, they were able to build a Model T every 24 seconds. And it was a way better quality than otherwise because everyone was using their specialty. So, you know, don't have a scarcity mindset. You're way better off, you know, working together with someone else and collaborating, connecting. And for me, even for me, I mean, I rarely do deals by myself. I'm almost always partnering with other people because I I like running stuff by other people. I love to get a second take on things. And I like to not have to do all the different elements of the deal. I would rather, you know, make a little less money per deal, but have, be able to do more deals. So that, you know, again, that, that abundance mindset is so crucial so important to become a real estate, a successful real estate investor. You got to learn to collaborate and work with others. And, you know, especially as you're getting started, you know, be willing to share profits to, to, to make sense. And then you don't have to do everything either, which is awesome. So just to sum up, you know, the four pitfalls and there's, there's, okay. And I will say, let me just, let me just point out, we didn't have time to talk about it, but there's a lot of other pitfalls people fall into, like just trying to, to avoid debt altogether. You know, not delegating is a, is a huge pitfall. Using your own money, giving up when when getting rejected. I mean, there's a lot of pitfalls, but the ones that we talked about today that can be some of the most deadly ones are failure to incorporate all costs. Make sure you're using a formula that incorporates all costs and that you're learning what all those costs are. Failure to do your due diligence, make sure you hire a professional, get an inspector, run your other numbers, your repair costs, your your after repair value number. I mean, you wanna really dial in and make sure that you're getting all of this down before you pull the trigger on a property, but not until you, you gotta get it under contract first and then do all this stuff, okay? And then failure to get training, right? So failure to get training. Don't be one of those do-it-yourselfers. Be one of the people that invests in themselves and learns how to do it from someone who's done many, many deals. Okay. And then finally, failure to collaborate, work together with other people. You're going to get a lot farther, a lot faster when you partner and connect and do deals that way with other people. So. Those are your pitfalls. I hope you got some great value today and uh, I'd love to connect with you if it makes sense. 
Otherwise, avoid those pitfalls and let's go crush it. Thanks so much for joining. Thanks for listening to Active Life, Passive Income with Dr. Nate Lambert. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can download Nate's free ebook by visiting activelifepassiveincome.com.